Well, hello there, dead and lovely listeners. It's the brand newest installment of your favorite podcast, Dead and Lovely. Here with the host of the most, it's me, your boogery buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, your clean nasal passage friend, Hollywood Steve. I am so jealous of you and your whistle-clean nasal passages because I've got myself just a goddamn regular-ass cold right now, and it's kicking my damn dog ass, Steve. It's kicking my dog ass. <laughs> I bet, you know, I can't imagine, because I haven't been sick in, in quite a while, I can't imagine what it's like getting sick. It's so, lame. Is it it's fun? really no, lame. Not fun. Okay, all right. No, uh-uh, no, really not fun. And uh, I took a COVID test and stuff because, like, I started having the sinus pain and, like, some, you know, sore throat and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I better take one of them fancy uh, Biden mailed it to me COVID tests. Do uh-huh. my, my patriotic duty. <laughs> I was doing my part. Right. And uh, tested negative on that stuff. So I just have a regular old lame cold at the first week of June. I, I don't think anything is dumber feeling than having the sniffles during the warm weather months. There's something about it that is, like, extra fucking annoying. Now, are you sure it's not the influenza? Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't have fever and nothing like that going okay. on. No body aches, so, so it just is just a all respiratory. Old cold. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where it's like, man, I can't even get any cool sympathy. I can't get extra hearts on my posts <laughs> or anything. Nobody right. feels bad about a guy with a cold. And here's the thing: <laughs> it's extra bad for me on account of me being a man. So that means when I'm sick, <laughs> I am an infant. And people should sympathize with that. Exactly. And I realize there's also probably infants listening right now that are just like, don't talk bad about me being a baby. I'm tougher than you. <laughs> I can take you on. You some bitch. I don't have you a cold. Bitch. Yeah. Deal with that. Yeah, it sucks, man. Having a cold is really, really lame. It's strange because like it started hitting me Sunday. I uh-huh. took it easy. Yesterday, Monday, I felt actually pretty damn good. Like, I felt just like I had mild congestion and stuff. Uh-huh. I actually felt good enough to do some Skype lessons. I made and edited a video. It was actually, like, reasonably productive. And then today, it's just like, nope, nope, you have a cold. Lay down. Huh. That sucks, man. But I gotta be here casting for the Busters. Listen, well, guys. Well, yeah, we can't. The Busters can't go without a cast. No, I mean, listen to me. Listen how bad I feel, and I'm doing this for you. This yeah. is for you. So you goddamn well better mm-hmm. go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify <laughs> and stuff. Do me a favor. Look, I'm doing a huge one for you guys. I would, sure. say, you know, I would be so much better off just curled up on a couch, maybe watching The Wraith, right? Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. That does sound Something like, like it that. might help you out. But instead, I'm casting for you busters. Do you have a sick yeah. day movie? What's your sick day go-to? Oh, man. I just sleep. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't have one. But, like, you know what? Honestly, I would prefer to just find something on TV. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like when you're sick, the best thing to happen to you is like, oh, The Goonies is on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, just something that you wouldn't have chosen normally but because it's just playing it's like eh, i'll watch that i guess i mean i just turn on fox news all day but you know Ugh. you know me i do that anyway just yeah, all day was, uh, every day yeah. just leave it on so Ugh. that's my soundtrack to my sick day no i i actually really like to have um 
something pretty like mindless and silly and fun that puts me in a good mood, but I've seen it so many times I can ignore. So like, right. I think Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is kind of my go-to. Okay. I'm on the couch. I'm fading in and out of consciousness movie. That's my go-to right there. All right. Feel good flick. So you've been fading in and out of consciousness. Uh, past, I have. Past couple days. Mm-hmm. I've just been chilling out maxing, man. I went to the doctor, had my hip checked out. They did some oh, x-rays. Yeah? It was fun. Did they Ooh, tell buddy. you to discontinue your use of the dance craze known as the twist? <laughs> she did mention that. She was like, now you're not out there twisting and hula hooping like all the other kids, are you? And I was like, yeah. no. But I am roller skating, of course. Uh-huh. Down at the sock hop. You got to do your tater sack races and all uh-huh. that stuff. Down there drinking sodas, getting sodas mm-hmm. jerked, you know, yeah. like they did. <laughs> did she ask about your egg cream consumption levels? She did in- She did insist I uh, consume some more egg creams uh, with a tincture of opium. Wow. Uh, <laughs> good idea. From the pharmacist. Yeah, From the I like pharmacist. It. Uh-huh. We were just going further and further back. <laughs> <laughs> and then she walked me on the head and pulled a tooth. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> and then she pulled some ghosts out of your blood. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, no, I, I've, I've been, I've, I've just been uh, chilling, uh, doing my regular thing. I've been working out, uh, ha- having some fun, watching some things. I assume since you've been sick, you've watched quite a bit. Man, I actually did have some time to watch some stuff this week. It wasn't like bonkers busy, like the next couple weeks are going to be. Yeah. Um, So we did have some time to watch a thing or two this week, man. We did blow through Stranger Things season four. Hell yeah. What'd you think? Oh my God. Love it. Absolutely fucking love it, man. Like it's, it's really one of those deals where I feel like they're growing the show up with the, with the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this definitely had some more dark themes in there. It's way yep. more horror-based than the other ones have been. Mm-hmm. Had some really cool Elm Street vibes, some really cool yes. Hellraiser vibes to it. Yep. I I really, really, really fucking loved it, man. And there's so much stuff going on. Like, there are yeah. so many moving parts, and you got characters in, like, so many places and all kinds of stuff going on. I'm, like, dying to rewatch it already. I definitely want to rewatch it all before they come out with the, the final two episodes in yeah. July, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, coming up uh, July first. So, I yeah, I I actually restarted watching the show like from the beginning, which you you kind of did recently. Had yeah. it on in the background or whatever. But, sure. Uh, I I'm almost at the end of season two right now, and uh, I'm super excited to get back to four. Yeah, I love the new characters they introduced. I love them continuing to develop uh, Max and Erica, which are like. Two of the best characters on the show. I love Max and like really think that that that, you know, I mean, because like the whole season has kind of been about depression. I I really think that like Sadie Sink has done a really fucking good job. Fantastic. Yeah. I also love that they're kind of dragging the satanic panic angle in there, too. Yeah. I fucking love that they went there with that because that's that's fucking part of the 80s, man. That's part of my childhood of growing up in the 80s. I'm glad they're putting that in there. Yeah, me too. Love it. Cool Can't stuff. wait to watch it again, man. Um, we also went and saw the new Bob Burger movie. Oh, yeah? A Bob Which Burger. was, as to be expected, a damn delight. Of course it is. It's a Bob's Burgers movie. It's essentially just an hour and 40 minute Bob's Burgers episode. Yep. So, That's of course I you love it. was hoping w- it would be, for sure. Yeah, and it is. Like, it's 
It's just a good old fun time. The animation is kind of upgraded a little bit. It looks really good. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. It's just a treat. Definitely give that one a scope out. It's it's what you're expecting. It's a Bob's Burgers yeah. movie, so of course you, it's good. It's got good uh, songs and shit. Are you up to date on the the uh, the show itself? Did you see that um, Blade Runner like two parter? They yes. They oh my really god, good. I loved it. It was so good, man. Yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. The best show. Yeah, I love it. Um, the the other day, Kate had a bunch of work stuff that she was doing, so I had the uh, had the home to myself there. So I decided to watch something that I knew that she would not be interested in watching, which is to say, the greatest movie I'll probably see all year: Naked Gun Two and a Half. <laughs> the best, the fucking best. God damn it, it's so funny, man. I don't remember specifically what happens in Two and a Half. Is that? Is, isn't the first one where there's like the queen is going to be at a baseball stadium? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Yes. And then the second one, I, 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 I remember the third one has Anna Nicole Smith in it. Right. I mm-hmm. don't remember the second one very well. It's hilarious. I mean, there's I not bet, much to yeah. it. Like there's, there's kind of this like um, environmental policy stuff going on where you have uh-huh. uh, Vernon Dursley and an impersonator oh. Vernon Dursley. Who's like speaking about you know nuclear power and all this kind of shit? So it's kind of an environmental plot. Okay. Fucking hilarious, man! It's so goddamn funny. It, uh, they're all on, I think, Showtime right now. So oh, okay. soak those in and have yourself a good fucking time. <laughs> Before I got sick, Kate and I went and saw Crimes of the Future. We did a little mini sode yeah, on that sense. one last week too. Um, boy, howdy! I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's not a normal movie. What? I know, shocker, right? Are you telling me? That David Cronenberg made a movie that's a little bit odd. I know, like this is kind of a kind of a shock to me, honestly, because we all know <laughs> Cronenberg as the king of normality. Yep, yep. So this I, is kind of a departure for him. Now, I mean, granted, I've only seen uh, uh, Eastern Promises, so I just assume that's all of his movies, right? That's pretty much all of them, yep. except for this one. <laughs> this one's a little bit of an outlier. In I was his trying catalog. to think of one normal Cronenberg movie. Right. And I think, yeah, Eastern Promises is probably the most normal. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, yeah, Maybe. I guess History of Violence is like... History of Violence, yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of. Yeah. But it's yeah. also brutal. I don't know. Brutal, yeah. Um, mm. If you really like Cronenberg stuff, you'll probably really get into it. Yeah, okay. So, it's sounds good. You know, it's something. And then, honestly, I think my favorite thing that I watched this week... Was the fucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie? You know, it I is heard, a delight, dude. I heard this is good. Yeah, it's shockingly fantastic. Well, that's fun. I mean, I love a Chippendale. Uh, great voice cast. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it very much plays with like a lot of good, funny meta stuff. There's tons of Easter eggs through the whole thing. Uh, fucking, I think Akiva Schrader is like one of the producers or writers on it. Uh-huh. Schaefer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Schaefer. Um, it's got a lot of involvement with like the Lonely Island crew, so oh, that's that kind of cool. puts you in the the headspace yeah, yeah. where the humor is. Seriously, yeah. it's a fucking delight, and it's on uh, Disney Plus right now. So strongly recommend watching that one. It was a lot of fun. I know uh, Tim Robinson plays Ugly Sonic, right? That's I Ugly mean, Sonic in there, yeah. man. Oh my that, god! Just just knowing that one, they 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 put Sonic into the Chippendales movie. Two, 
They used the ugly version that they scrapped from the Sonic movie in three. They yep. got Tim Robinson to voice him. I was like, I think this might be a funny movie. So I'm going to check they it out. They make all kinds of like jokes about his weird human teeth and stuff. <laughs> it's okay. so fucking fun. You'll love fun. it, dude. If, if yeah. you don't like it, I would be shocked, honestly. Yeah, no, Good I, watch. I, I imagine I'll like it a lot. Yep, yep, yep. What have you been on? Oh, man. Um, I So just this week, watched uh, Office Space. Rewatched it for the first time in a long while. It's been a long time since I watched that one, man. How's that one holding up? Uh, still true. Still yeah. true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mike Judge doesn't miss, right? Like, he just. No. He might be Nostradamus. Like, he, he might be the, be the Nostradamus of now. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, and then also watched Anchorman. A treat. Okay. Yeah. A treat. Absolutely. Still great. I was worried, like, you know, I saw Anchorman a million times back in the day, and I was worried, like, oh, is it going to have a lot of mid-2000s humor in it that's going to be kind of cringy now? No, it's just absurd silliness, like... Perfect. Yeah, just exactly what you want. Uh, Aging like a fine wine. Yeah, 100%. Also watched Airheads the other night. Oh, dude, love it. We watched that a couple months ago. It's still fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's still fun. That one does have a few things. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, oh, no. It does, man. It also makes me wonder, like, why does Steve Buscemi not always have long hair and a goatee? Because he looks fucking great. He's a good-looking guy. I'll point out again, you are the literally the only person I know who pronounces his name Buscemi. That's the way to do it. It's my <laughs> way. It's my way or the highway, But yeah, Steve. no, he's good looking at it. It is like one of those things where it's like, no, you should just do that all the time, bro. Uh, but he's an actor, so he can't. Um, but yeah, no, man, that movie's still really funny. Got, Fun. it, it's, it is. It does have like some stuff you need reference to. Like you need to understand that like late 80s, early 90s rock and roll uh guy getting away with whatever in LA type of thing and then like also MTV in general and how radio was dying and whatnot like there's a little bit of context there but mostly it just it's just funny stuff um it's a loss on those millennials what do they know anyway huh we're millennials oh wait uh the <laughs> ones that are younger what do they okay, know okay yeah take that you bastards yeah uh, yeah <laughs> whoever you're called um, yeah, no, I, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I still thought it was great. Um, also we had the, the Friday night screaming chat, which was the last drive in, which, uh, the two movies were the monster club, which is not the monster squad. Don't I was hoping it was like the monster up. squad, but they were all grown up and they're like, yeah, <laughs> we're the monster club. Yeah. <laughs> we dropped. Is it actually instead, back. is it a movie about a sandwich? That contains different monsters. It kind of is. It's about a club that contains different monsters, but yes. Oh, okay. A club right. is a sandwich, so technically correct. Mm, uh, give me a give me a FLT, a Frankenstein lettuce and tomato, <laughs> jerk. See, the thing is, you're not far off here. Because wow. the stories are about monster hybrids. There's like an explanation at the beginning. It's an anthology. There's an explanation at the beginning of like what happens when a werewolf and a vampire mate and like uh, anyway, all the characters are supposed to be these like monster hybrid things. 
It also so, sounds like you're you're telling me that this was the origin of the concept of the song "The Monster Fuck" for sure. <laughs> yes, so I'm sitting okay. here going like, I would love yes. to watch a Frankenstein and a werewolf fuck if it shows yeah. it. Yeah, I'll watch the movie. And what would that baby be? <laughs> yeah, I it it's interesting. I thought there was some really fun moments and stuff to it. I, it it definitely it, it had its charms, and I think you might like it. Okay. Uh, uh, and then they showed Hellbender, which is a movie that has been recommended a few times over on the Facebook group and stuff. Uh, and it it definitely like had a lot of creativity. And they had the filmmakers on, which was like a family, like mom and dad and a daughter who made this movie. Okay, uh, and, and that was really cool, like hearing like how they put this all together and stuff. I'll need to rewatch it though, because hmm. it was the second movie on a Friday night, and I had had a good bit to drink. So. Just drunkity drunk, man. <laughs> I bet she was on there being like, Hell Bender, I barely even hell know her. <laughs> hey, what happened? That I can't was do it. my work. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was you. And then on uh, Sunday, we watched uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, the fan cut. I'm interested in this because this sounds absolutely fucking ridiculous phantom of the mall yeah okay so it's the same mall uh from chopping mall i don't know if i mentioned it when already we talked on board about chopping mall because i i i don't think phantom of the mall is a well-known movie neither is chopping mall i guess anyway it, it has a whole lot of uh, similar like mall feel to it and there's a whole lot of mall politics going on Molitics, could we call them? Thank yes, you. Good. Yes, Morgan Fairchild is getting down into some molitics. Uh, so here's the thing: the original movie has so, some gore in it, and then they released a a a TV version that has a lot more Polly Shore in it. Well, the fan cut puts together all the scenes. From both the TV version and, and the the regular theatrical version, uh, and I'll tell you this: you don't need all that. Just watch the theatrical version. It's a, a mall slasher. It's pretty dumb, but it's got good. It's got some good moments, I guess. And let's be honest here: even a little Polly Shore is a lot of Polly Shore. It's true, right? <laughs> he he is wearing a T-shirt that says Weasel on it, like the first time we see him. Oh my god, dude! So yeah, it's like, it's in, like the, in the shore verse. Yeah, and I think it's, it's like one of his first movies. But like, so it's not even really a Pauly Shore movie, but he's very much Pauly Shore in it. I think that any movie that contains Pauly Shore is by default a Pauly Shore movie. I'm pretty sure he just yeah instantly true. dominates the spectrum. You know, it's true. Yeah, the second there's a Pauly Shore in your movie, you are now in a Pauly Shore movie. It's like anything that has something that is like licorice flavored in it. It's like any kind of mixed drink or whatever. Uh It's just like, oh, no, it tastes like licorice. Like even the faintest amount, you're like, oh, it's got that licorice taste. It's got that Pauly Shore movie. It's got that Pauly Shore taste to it. That's what it is. It's got some okay stuff because, like, they're, you know, but I don't know, man. It's just, I think it's boring. It's, It's one of these, like, so bad it's good type of cult classics, but to me, it's just so bad it's also boring mm-hmm. but, um, anyway don't recommend the fan cut specifically it's like eight minutes longer for no goddamn reason sweet okay <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So, well, maybe I'll check it out sometime while I'm relaxed on the couch trying to recover from my code code. And I'll tell you what, speaking of code, I know that the old sagely advice is to starve a fever, uh-huh. beer a code, right? <laughs> That's what they say. It is. Beer a beer code. Beer a code. Beer but code. I'm I'm not going to cross into those waters, man. I feel like I should be hydrating myself and uh, yeah. cleansing myself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. So I'm going to stay right. clean and straight edge on this episode, not have a co-beer. But I did just crack open a Hoplark, 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 that's hard to say, Hoplark Sparkling Hoplark. Water Red Leather Yellow Leather. I should, I should do this before <laughs> the show starts. This is one that they made. Uh, it's their Hop Explorer series with Lemon Drop Hops. It's just basically carbonated water and uh, hops and a little bit of citric acid. It's got a nice, lemony, refreshing, um, you know, hoppy sort of taste to it. It's not quite a frog pond, but it's Mm -hmm. close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like those hop teas. I'm a fan. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. They make a good old product over there. Good old folks, too. So enjoy one of those. You can find them at, uh, they got Whole Foods and shit like that now. Mm. So check them out. Now, Steve, the movie that we're talking about today is one T-Roll. 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 And I guess I forgot, I forgot to mention way earlier in the episode, there's a timestamp if you want to get straight onto the movie review portion. So if you're like a half hour in and you're like, when they start talking about the movie, there's a timestamp. Okay. Well, anyway, so the movie that we're talking about today is one T-Roll, or uh, which is short for toilet roll, as you said. Yeah. And this movie, I'll tell you what, it's the first time I'd ever watched it, and I was mm-hmm. amazed to see uh, a, a movie that contains Mo Rutherford and <laughs> Elaine Bennis and Atreyu yeah. and a troll, and a but troll. I was also really, really amazed just to see a movie that it really predated and predicted this TikTok dance craze. There's this scene oh, yeah? in this movie with old Mo Rutherford from The Stuff himself, Michael Moriarty, mm-hmm. and he is just busting out some trendy dance moves that, dude, if he was TikToking, if he was boomeranging a TikTok while he was dancing, he right. would have been viral, guaranteed, don't you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. Man, he was just ahead of his time. Um, I say... That before we get on to the movie review, how about we step here into the preview palace? Welcome to the preview palace. And let's just talk about some other TikTok-worthy horror movie dance trends that I think, <laughs> you know, if they were made in today's world, would be taken over the world. Now, let me point this out, which I think is just strange. But, you know, you and I are of that age group that we were there at, like, the dawn of the internet. We were there yeah. mm-hmm. when people just started sharing memes and videos and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, the I E-bombs remember. world days and all that mm-hmm. jazz. And back then, something like somebody putting up a video of themselves, like, lip-syncing and dancing to a, a popular song. Uh-huh. If that got like leaked out on the internet, you'd be like, "Well, I have to move and change schools and change my identity right, now." Right. Yeah. And nowadays, it's like, "Oh no, everybody does that." Unless you were like, the new Manuma guy. Unless you're the new Manuma, yeah. Somehow yeah. he had it all, man. But like, uh-huh. <laughs> if you're like Star Wars kid, right? Yeah. Who you know did uproot and like move and all this kind of shit because yeah. he had embarrassed himself for doing and something that video silly that we were probably TikTok, all doing, right? Like that's a TikTok. Right? Uh-huh. Surely it was. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you're wa- if you're that guy and you're watching these other people become like literal fucking you know TikTok millionaires doing the same shit, right? It's got to be like one of these dudes who's like rotting away in jail for having like a weed behind you know a weed. I said a <laughs> weed behind his ear. You know, if you're one of these people that like <laughs> that like got thrown in jail for fucking weed, yeah. and then you just see like oh no, weed stores are like dominating the country now. Like right. it's got to feel like shit, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I would imagine. You just sit there going, all I did was have a weed behind my ear. <laughs> weed behind my ear. All I did was a dance with a lifesaver. A lifesaver, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just weird to me how quickly things like that change, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I honestly, I, I get it. And and also, like, TikTok is, is kind of beyond us as well, where it's not for our age group. Exactly. And, and it, I, 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 do, I have trouble getting into it in general because so many of the videos you see are just stuff that it's like, huh, so you're just dancing and pointing at where words are going to be at on screen. Like, that's not really Who entertaining cares? or interesting yeah, no. or, or whatever. No. But, uh, you know, there are people out there making something of it for sure. I've seen a lot of TikToks that have been like, oh, okay. They're using the format in an interesting way. I like that. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is too is like that that TikTok algorithm is like goddamn sniper accurate. It's kind of insane. Yeah. And once it figures out like, oh, you want to watch cooking videos? Cool. Here's You'll a bunch. be on there forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So there is good stuff on there that's not just people singing and dancing right. and yeah. singing no, and for shit, sure. but it, it is a thing, man. But I feel like some of our horror icons could have been legitimate TikTok stars in oh, their own day. Sure. Maybe maybe even people hear this list and they start bringing these things back. And TikToking yeah. it on their own. Maybe we make the next viral TikTok dance the uh, the Buffalo Bill, for example. Maybe what you do is <laughs> you grab a colorful shawl, you uh-huh. uh, you tuck your dick between your legs, and yeah. you do a little dance in front of the camera on TikTok. Maybe yeah. you do that. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. yeah. I, on TikTok. On TikTok, yeah. I don't know, though. This has the potential to be very bad. You probably have some like underage people doing that. And yeah, yeah, gets, I can see where the buffalo. Yeah, I can see where the buffalo bill would uh, maybe catch on at first, and then real quick, people would be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold on, no, 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 we can't do this, can't do this." That might spiral out of control. Yeah, a little yeah. too fast. Although I would love to see "Goodbye Horses" by Q Lazarus topping the charts again. Because Hell yeah. That is the magical thing about fucking TikTok is its ability to resurrect dead songs. Yeah, for sure. Like, what the fuck? Like, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, like, yeah. on the charts, mm-hmm. like, 40 fucking five years after it came out. What? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is, there's so much good coming out of it, I do think. Like, I just, for some reason to me, it feels so insidious. Like, as you said, how accurate their algorithm is and whatnot. Because oh, yeah. I could imagine uh, I would end up on the TikTok watching that goth girl uh, from Friday the 13th Part 5's dance being done over and oh, over and man. over. Dude. Yeah. Cause if we boy, had a whole trend of people goth and locking. Like a, right. A exactly. Goth, and lock dance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and my the, life would be consumed by that. I'd watch all the shit out, all that stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm sure that TikTok would immediately lead you to the new trend of doing Angela's dance from Night of the Demons and her oh. goth uh, 
<laughs> prom dress thing or whatever. Absolutely, she was dude. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Like, there's all these like goth dances in horror movies that are perfect TikTok fodder, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think this could work. Actually, this could definitely become a thing. Yeah. Do you think that could tie in with maybe even? Okay, so it's a little, it's a little bit gothy. It's a little bit morbid. Maybe the next trend is. You put a uh, a plastic covering over your genitalia. You go to a graveyard, strip right. off your clothes, and dance to some road flares. Yeah, for Return sure. of the Living Dead style, yes. right? Linnea Quigley style. Linnea Quigley style. Yeah, I mean, again, I think we're going to run into the, the youths can't do it thing. I know, because even the with the, the plastic yeah. covering, it, yeah. it, it does just seem wrong. It does seem wrong, yeah. So it, it probably... Okay, so it, maybe a little too far. Maybe a little too far, but still fucking awesome. I, I when think I so. Think, when I think about, you know, uh, a dance trend I could really see picking up, it's, uh, what's his name in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, uh, cleaning his room and, and dancing. Okay, you yes. Know, closing drawers about- with your butt, etc. Just here. Yeah, exactly. I think that this could and should become a thing because the thing about it is it's not just a dance. It's a way to make cleaning your room fun. Like parents would get behind this one. Yeah, for sure. It would would be one of those where it's like uh, maybe the TikTok would be the mom like showing them the dance. And that would make it cool. Mom, you're so lame. Yeah, you're supposed to bump the drawers shut with your butt like this. Uh-huh, bump. there you go. <laughs> I, it could be good. I think we need this, honestly. <laughs> let's do. Let's get this going. Right? If I mean, if if we don't, I don't know if anybody will. You know, Trademark I... Dead and lovely. Like, a lot of the things that I see will be like couples doing dances together and uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They get romantical. Yeah, and I I think that like say uh, the uh, graveyard dance scene in like Anna and the Apocalypse looks like something that you might see couples do on TikTok. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty harmless, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like cute and cutesy. Maybe they have a zo- a friend in the background pretending to be a zombie or something. Okay, so that's that's fun, and I like where you're going with the couples idea here. But I want to add in a layer. Of, of challenge on top of this, too. A layer of involvement to keep it just from being too sedate, too tame, right? Okay. So I say we we start this thing called the Lighthouse Challenge, <laughs> which is where you and your partner have to um, chug a quart of turpentine and honey mixed together. <laughs> yeah. And scream monkey pump. <laughs> and then slow dance together, like, yeah. you know, 19 aught style. I think that's a new romantic trend for sure, right? I think so. I think so. That would be real fun to watch. It's yeah. a bunch of people poisoning themselves for TikTok. Just imagine <laughs> though, dude, like you're, you know, you're like an oil painter, you're an artist, and you're just like, right. God damn it, every fucking art supply store is out of fucking turpentine because it's goddamn TikTok. <laughs> Can't do my fucking work anymore because these assholes yeah. doing the lighthouse challenge. For sure. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking then of couple dances, and and I could see this taking off because uh, I, you haven't seen the movie Fresh with Sebastian Stan, have you? I haven't yet. I've heard okay. that. It's crazy, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it is the type of thing that if somebody were to recreate it, anybody who'd seen the movie would be like, no, no, no. Why are you doing this? Like, this is this bad. This is a bad okay. thing. 
Yeah. All right. But it would be like, I could see it taking off because it would be cute. So, All like, right. <laughs> maybe that becomes the fresh dance trend, huh? Don't, but please don't do this, couples, because in context, this is weird and wrong. Okay, here's how you make it fun, though. We tie right. it in with the subway Eat Fresh, and people have to do this dance <laughs> in a subway. Yes. Would that okay. be good? Yes. 100%. Go into subways and do the fresh dance. Like you and your partner. <laughs> I was just there trying to get a, a, a tuna salad sandwiches, and people started doing the fresh dance in there. I think I'm in a TikTok now. <laughs> I think I'm in a TikTok. I think I'm in a TikTok. <laughs> Could happen, man. Now, yeah, speaking sure. of taking off, what if there was a new viral trend that started where you do a ballet dance and turn into a bird? That'd be cool. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about the Black Swan Challenge, huh? The Black Swan Challenge, yeah. It's a cool trick, but you can only do it once. How much of a swan can you become? For real, right? I'd like to see you try. <laughs> so you think you can swan? <laughs> My laugh is so shot right now because I, I can barely breathe. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think about like a like a Crispin Glover Friday the 13th? Oh, How about yeah. those moves going viral, man? That's 100% like the, I think, the best way, place to start, right? I think so, yeah. If we're going to make horror dance trends a thing yeah. on TikTok, I think that is the emergence point right there because, man, Crispin... He has got the fucking moves. He is yeah. just using his whole body, isn't he? Yeah. He's not even like... The guy doesn't... He's making the music come to him. He really like, is. It's true. Rather than dancing to the music, he's dancing and the music is just like, okay, I guess... It's responding to him. I guess I work with this, yeah. I guess. I think you're I don't right. Know. Yeah. He has mastered the music. You're right. <laughs> And what the fuck is he dancing to? Right? Like, I, yeah, I have no idea. I have no reality. fucking clue what's happening right there. <laughs> but he's going for it. And I'd love to see other people going for it on the Tiki Taki. Hell yeah. One more I can think of that I think should take off. All you need is a drill guitar. But Oh, everybody has one of those laying around yeah. these days. <laughs> All the dance moves of uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2 of the the, you know... Rocking whatever he is thing. Nightmare what is that guy, guy called in that? I can't remember. I can't uh, either, dude. Yeah. The, but he's doing the, the let's buzz, man. Let's buzz. Yeah, exactly. Fucking like, make that popular, dude. Yes. Yeah. No, I and I Stupid can see that because like. Moves. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need to come back. Remember when sea shanties were back for a little bit? Let's. I was thinking back. about that the other day. What the <laughs> fuck? Who decided that was going to become a thing again? We were losing our minds. Uh, really? <laughs> so, time to bring back 50s greaser stuff. <laughs> Why not, dude? I mean, we, we lived through the, the swing dance revival, as we talked oh, about many Jesus. times. Yep. Uh -huh. like, it, this doesn't make any less sense than that, does no, it? No, it doesn't. No. So, go for it. <laughs> Let's see Although, it. I'm now thinking about like what people will look like with like their vapes rolled up in their white uh, short sleeve <laughs> shirt sleeves. It <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Yeah, it, it really, does. really does. Uh -huh. Oh man! Now you know one. The last one that I want to mention here for myself. You know, I wish that I could say that there's a particular dance that went along with the way that uh, Homegirl dances in House of the Devil while she's oh, alone in yeah. the house by herself. Oh, that's her, so cool. Her moves in particular aren't really all that 
memorable. No. But I, I just want one thing leads to another by the fix to become popular again. So yeah. make it work, okay? Yeah, but just yeah, just dance to that song around your house. You don't sure. you don't have to copy the moves. Oh, I, you know what it is? Okay, I've got okay, it. The challenge is you you have one thing leads to another by the fix as the uh-huh. soundtrack. You got your headphones on. It's just you dancing around the house, dancing around the house, dancing around the house. Open a door, dead family inside, dancing around the house, <laughs> dancing around the house. Yes, that's great. <laughs> that would make it more fun because you're watching the video. You're going like, I bet the dead family's in the bathroom. Oh, right. nope, I was wrong. Nope. Maybe they're in the den. <laughs> yep, there they are. Like, It keeps you involved as a watcher. And for TikTokers, you get to involve your family. That's fun, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. Put some blood yeah. on your kids. Put them in a pentagram. <laughs> Do something. It's fun. Have some fun it with is. it. It's fun. And you get to hear that song, which kicks ass. Yeah, so. which is great. It's awesome. Well, I look forward to hearing about what TikTok horror dance trends you guys want to see emerge. Are we all going to do the thriller again sometime? Are we all uh, going to do a uh-huh. big... Suspiria style interpretive dance. I don't know. Ooh, are we? Yeah, you tell I can us. See Maybe that. you let us know over on like our Facebook group, which I become more and more convinced that in the simulation is the reason Facebook exists. Is just our group. Yeah, just for our group. Yeah, not much reason otherwise to use it. No, I I haven't found any value in it. So no, no. Hang out with our group. Let us know about your TikTok horror dances. All right, now, Steve, we are here today to be talking about one T-Roll from 1986. This is a first-time watch for me, but you have seen this many a time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I saw it as a kid, and the Sonny Bono transformation scene fucked me up, and the troll. I can't imagine why. <laughs> are you talking about when he transformed into a Republican senator in real life? Is that yeah. what you mean? <laughs> yes, <laughs> when he went from being Cher's husband to being a Republican senator. Yeah. Just shocking and disgusting. I agree. Yeah, gross. I agree, uh-huh. man. So was this one of those ones that you like saw in the video store and you're like, man, the cover looks creepy? Because the, the, the box art the is The cover really is creepy. Creepy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. But um, I actually saw it on... Uh, we had like seen the VHS cover and been like, ooh, what's that about? But then it came on, I think, Cinemax or something. And it was like late night and I watched it with my grandmother. Okay. Um, and like it, I remember the Sonny Bono scene just making me be like, "What?" Like my whole little brain was like freaking out. It's and gross, the, yeah. The troll itself is still creepy to me. Like the eyes because it's like makeup and a costume, the eyes are too real. I know, right? It's like there's definitely people eyes in there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. creepy. Uh-huh. So, is. yeah, it fucked me up as a kid. And I've seen it a few times since. I didn't know what to expect going into this. Like, I think like most people, I know at least of Troll 2. I've never seen Troll right. 2, but it's one of those ones that's just so, you know, infamous and uh, noted as one of the worst movies ever made. And there's like documentaries about it and shit. Like, I really want to watch Troll 2. Uh, I knew more about that movie than this movie going into it, though. We should definitely like I because I think anybody listening to this is probably thinking like, you know, uh, I I've seen Troll Two or I've heard of Troll Two, never heard of this. Troll Two is a sequel to this, but it's not actually a sequel to this. 
Like okay, it, it's one of those where like the movie that Troll Two is was call, called Goblins, and they decided to name it Troll Two because Troll was financially successful, so they thought they could ride off of that. So this Which, is literally the same story as Fulci's Zombie 2. Because right. yes. Not a Living Dead was called Zombie in Italy, so they called yeah. it Zombie 2, yes. thinking people that were fans of the original will watch this thinking it's a sequel. And it was an Italian production company, an Italian production. Uh, though th- this movie is is uh, directed by John Carl Beekler, uh, an American who direct, like the f- they filmed it in Italy. Uh, oh. Troll 2, directed by an Italian, they filmed it in America. Don't oh, I'll crossover. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the, nice. yeah, Troll and Troll Two are like, unfortunately, always going to be connected, but th- they're two completely different things. Troll Two is terrible. This movie has you know flaws all over the place, but it's not terrible. But mm-hmm. Troll Two is just, I mean, well, the thing is, Troll Two is is fun, bad. Like you can yeah, yeah, watch yeah. it and and enjoy yourself, but the whole time you're like, no, this is bad. This is very piece bad. of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's fun because it is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Going into this movie, I I kind of expect it to be a little bit darker and more horror. It's definitely more of a fantasy vibe yes. than anything. Yeah. Um. It it also feels like is this a kid's movie or or <laughs> not exactly? <Okay. laughs> you know, because there's a lot of those movies that came out around this time period where yeah. you're thinking of like Never Any Story or Labyrinth right. or any of those where it's just like, yeah, these were movies that had some darker themes and maybe some, you know, scarier graphic stuff for kids, but they were yeah. definitely marketed for kids. This movie, I'm not sure who the audience was supposed to be. Well, I mean, it's got a treo in it. A Treyu, it does so. have a Treyu in there, man. <laughs> yeah, since so you got a Treyu, it's like uh, they maybe they weren't going for that. What happened was John Carl Beekler, his story idea was a a horror. It it was going to be this troll as a monster in like a slasher type of thing, where it's just going through the apartment building killing people. Okay, uh, and then uh, the producer wanted a PG thirteen film. So this because, is the same story of fucking Leprechaun. This is exactly what happened with Leprechaun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so huh. they started integrating the fantasy elements and, you know, uh, it, it then does. It has this weird tone where you could tell that it could have been a horror movie, but it it also never feels like a horror movie. Mm-mm. No, it's all very like bright and during the daytime yeah. like there's not a lot of like dark or shadowy stuff in here but there's some but at the same time horror. there is and yeah. there's also like some adult themes and stuff where you're like right. well all these jokes about yeah Sonny Bono being a swinger and uh-huh. um, some of the language and stuff in the movie is like okay so it's not for kids but right. it doesn't feel like it was made for adults either it's kind of a weird line and a weird tone through the movie yeah no I agree the the tone is is, is just all over the place and it, it it would have it would have served them better to have gone full fantasy, I think, and and to have cut the body horror. But you know, John John Carl Beekler is a is a special effects guy. Like these are his effects. He wants to showcase his cool like Sonny Bono to Seed Pod transformation. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, well, it is really fucking cool. So I get it. Yeah, there's no denying that. And honestly, like the cast is pretty fucking cool like yeah. i was surprised when yeah. i like looked at the uh 
IMDb before we started the movie to find that, yeah, it's got Mo Rutherford from The Stuff, uh-huh. Michael Moriarty himself, yeah. America's great. Weirdest Dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you said, we got a tray you in here. We have fucking Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld, Julia yeah. Louis Dreyfus. What Julie the fuck? Julia Louis Dreyfus and her, and her, um, her boyfriend at the time, husband since 1987, Brad Hall. They were both Dude. in SNL. So, like, it's not like, um, it's not like nobodies. These are these are people, and then also like uh, June Lockhart, who plays the the witch Eunice. She was uh, the mom and Lassie and Lost in Space. Like she'd been on TV for mom and all over the place. Yeah, man. yeah. And then her daughter that plays the younger version of her, who's in this movie for some yeah, Anne Lockhart. Yeah, she's in she, a bunch of stuff. She's too. in a ton of stuff too. Yeah, she was in uh, Battlestar Galactica, which Noah Noah Hathaway, who played Atreyu, was also in Battlestar. Um, and the guy that plays Malcolm and the troll himself—that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. an actor you've seen in a ton of stuff. He's in oh, Willow. Yeah. Phil Fondacaro is in a million things. Uh, yeah, and in fact, he's gonna be in the new Willow TV series. Oh no, shit! Yeah, yeah, he's coming back for that. So yeah, he uh, and like uh, June Lockhart still kicking. By the way, ninety-six years old, recently Holy provided. Shit. The voice for the computer in the Lost in Space Netflix show, like for real, she's still yeah. alive. It's she looked crazy. like she was like oldest shit in this, and this was made in '86. Yeah, like the IMDb credits of, of all these people are just outrageous, massive, like the, massive. Yeah, so it's 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 a, a great cast. We're talking about a smallish budget, around a million bucks, but like the the issue really is like the tone. And the storytelling, I feel yeah. like, because like everybody's doing a good job of like playing these weird over the top characters, especially Michael Moriarty and uh, uh, fucking June Lockhart. Like they both oh, yeah. nail what they're doing. And Phil Fondacaro as the as the professor and as the troll, like fucking and the amazing. little girl, dude, like the, the little, little girl, girl who gets yeah. to be like delightful little sis, and also. I'm possessed by a troll. (laughs) Insane, yeah, feral child. Like, what the fuck? She really does great. She does, man. It's it is like there. There's no missing on the performances. I don't think. Uh, I mean, they are a little bit. They're comical and over the top, but that's what they're going for. Like, um, yeah, supposed to be. Michael Moriarty uh, supposedly. What I read on the first day was just like, you know, they were going to shoot, and he was just like, I really just don't have a handle on this character. And uh, 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 John Carl Beekler took that hat that you see him wearing in the beginning. He took it that off of his... fucking ass- bucket hat. Yeah. Took it off of his assistant director and put it on his head. And he was like, I look, I look, uh, I look silly. So the character's silly? And then that was it. He had no more questions after that. He was like, okay, I'm silly then. All right. What is my character? A silly? bucket hat as a, a man. A bucket hat. Yep. And Michael Moriarty was like, got it. How would bucket a bucket hat, hat dance? Got it. Perfect. <laughs> he uh, he nailed it. He nails it, too. <laughs> He's such a fucking weirdo, man. He is, that dude. He is. Holy cat. And it's crazy, too, because, like, usually, especially in movies like this and in the stuff, he's just, like, cocaine personified. Right. But then in this movie, towards the intro there, whenever we have that fire alarm scene where everybody gets pulled out into the hall, so you meet all the neighbors and shit. Right. You're like, oh, wow. Like he's actually one of the more subdued people in the yeah, movie because every neighbor in this, everybody is just fucking wilding out, man. Just yeah. coked out of their damn minds in this yeah. movie. The guy playing Duke uh, is just going at it, just like fucking running in place, sweating like crazy. 
I think uh, he was based on Ted Nugent, if I'm not mistaken. He seems like he is Ted Nugent in <laughs> he, Troll. He does. He, ha- he uh, hates liberals. He hates reading. Uh, uh-huh. He's got yeah. animal print all over his house and, like, he animals invi- and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, man. He, he talks about, like, the, the liberal media. He's like, I bet you're one of those kids that reads a lot. Like, he very much looks down on... Yeah, I guess expanding your mind at all. Reading and yeah, literacy. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is it's an interesting apartment building in that like yeah everybody seems a little bit coked out, um, but then also they just let children walk into their their homes. Like, dude, if this is what living in an apartment building was like, get yeah. me to the fucking country as soon yeah, as you fucking no way. can, man. Yeah. These people, the, yeah, just let this kid just wander in and out of their fucking house. And they're just like, yeah, so this is fine. Weird. No, do not come into my house, kid. Leave. And this kid, I mean, uh, like, the little girl seems to have zero concept of stranger danger. Like, oh, no, not at all, dude. Which makes sense because she's a troll. Like, like I, I constantly forget that when you're watching because you're just seeing a cute little blonde girl. But, like... She's a tro- she's being a troll most of the fucking time. It's, you were not That's really fair. seeing the little girl, but the but adults like, are just regular adults, and they're like, "This yeah. is fine, probably." Yeah, <laughs> like you would think the adults would be like, "No, this is weird. You can't come into my house." Like that. Yeah. That's strange. Well, you'd also think that the parents would maybe be weirded out by like, oh, where was our girl today? Oh, she just <laughs> wandering around, seeing all the neighbors, hanging out with people in their places. I think she visited that creepy swinger guy down on the first right. floor. <laughs> but again, yeah. okay, living through the 80s, it kind of was like that. I yeah, mean, kind of. It kind of yeah. was. Parents were just like, I don't know, whatever, just do stuff. Don't die. I, I guess. guess. Please don't. <laughs> Yeah, she's she like gets into everybody's place, but also like uh, the boy, uh, uh, what's his name again? Atreyu Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Harry Potter is the child's name. He walks into uh, the home of a witch, uh, and eventually asks her if she could teach him magic, and she says that she could. She just doesn't have the time. Yeah, yeah. it's too bad. Anyway. This movie has a Harry Potter. It's got two of them. It's got two of them. A junior uh, and a senior, doesn't it? It's got a Harry Potter who fights a troll. He does it's, fight a troll. It is true. It's got, a, it's got a woman who has a little mushroom as a pet, uh, uh-huh. which uh, maybe isn't a phoenix, but sure isn't much different than maybe a headmaster having a phoenix for a pet. Um, she's taking care of a, mag- a magical creature, I suppose. She is. She's taking care of a magical creature. There's, uh, there's a child being like put into danger when an adult could deal with it. I, I thought about that too. I was like, you know what? <laughs> At the end of this movie, she's like, "Here, kid, take this uh, yeah. spear." It's like I know you have no uh-huh. fucking battle uh, experience or any experience fighting magical creatures but uh eh, you're you should do fine just uh kill this monster with this thing see you later i'm like man that is such a dumbledore move yep i'm jk rowling and i've never seen this movie i don't know what you're talking about yeah so her her story is that she was not aware of any connection mm-hmm. uh and she said that she never saw the movie right i mean Okay, her explanation about the Harry Potter thing is she always liked the name Harry, and Potter was the last name of one of her like best friends or something growing up. Right, right. Which, 
Listen, I I can believe that she saw this movie, forgot about it, and then had an idea and didn't realize that it was an idea of, that was just a memory she was Dude, having. Dude, I've I've done that. Like there yeah. was there was a time years ago, back in the early days of my of my first band, Human Fuse. Where and I remember it so well, dude, because I I had just gotten this little Tascam four four track recorder, which recorded on cassette, because I'm old as fuck. Holy shit! <laughs> and I was writing songs for my first band. I was so excited, and I remember this forever, dude. I was like in the bathtub this one night, and just this riff just came to my head. Right. It was like, oh my god, like that's the fucking sickest riff. And it was like, and it had these harmonies and stuff on it. Like the whole song just kind of came to me all at once while I was sitting in the bathtub. That actually happens a lot for me, which is weird. Um, (laughs) So I got out of the bath, got my guitar, recorded it on my little Tascam four track recorder and like showed it to the band. Everybody loved it. We played it live. Like it was like a fan favorite. And then it was like, I think we've probably been playing at least like a year, year and a half. And somebody was like, oh man. That's basically that riff from that, uh, what was that Sum 41 song that they did that was kind of like making fun of metal, pain for pleasure? <laughs> and at that, like, I listen to Sum 41 and stuff now, but back then, like, I didn't listen to that stuff. Right. Kate listened to it, though. Right. So I probably heard it, like, in her car or something exactly. at some point. yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool riff. Save that for later. And then it right. popped up in my head, and I was like, I guess it was my idea. Mm-hmm. I felt like such a fucking idiot, dude. I bet uh, I bet maybe she did too. I'm just gonna read this quote uh, from from our uh, our made man uh, Malcolm. He says, "Wouldn't it be wonderful if all this stuff was happening to me because I was magic? I used to sit in my bedroom and daydream and wish that I'd wake up the next morning in a land filled with unicorns and dragons and flying horses and special people just like I was." Aww. <sighs> By the way, that entire storyline is so sad. It is sad. There's like some real like uh, tragedy in Malcolm's character for sure, and he and he's bring. I mean, uh, you know, Phil Fondacaro is bringing some lived experience. He's not playing, not just playing a little person. He is a little person. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the that that bit there is the that has to be the spark for what if there was a little boy who was sad. And he found out that actually he's important and he can live in a magical world with people like him. Like, hmm. I, I just don't, I, I, I can believe, I mean, honestly, she doesn't deserve for me to say, I can believe that she just saw this and forgot and then had her memory and didn't realize she doesn't mm-hmm. deserve that, but I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, maybe just maybe. She saw this movie, completely blanked it out, because it's not like a m- entirely memorable movie. It's got some moments no. that might stick yeah. with you or whatever. But then later was having an idea for a story, and it was this movie she saw. But she hmm. didn't remember it was this movie and wasn't approached about it for a long time. And she had made a lot of money off of it, and when approached about it, if she had confessed to that, that maybe she had seen that movie, then now she's got a lawsuit on her hand. So right, right, right. I just don't believe that she hasn't seen this. But if she hasn't, it is incredible how many similarities there are. Obviously, it's not like similar enough to say she's just completely like ripping, ripping off. it off. Yeah, yeah, because she goes all other directions, ripping off other things. 
Which is, again, fine. You pay homage and, and rip off or whatever. It's We're postmodern. Yeah, it's a, it's a hero's way. journey. They're all the same, yeah. Yeah, they're all the same, yeah. Uh, so, I, it's weird, though. I, I, I feel like if we lived in a world where she could say, you know what, yeah, I did see that movie and I had forgotten about that. Sorry. That would be cool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because she clearly didn't make... Uh, you know, however many hundreds of millions or billion dollars or whatever she's made off of the concept of a character named Harry Potter and magic existing, right? Like that, hmm. it's not it's not the basis of those books. Mm-hmm. So like, I, even even if even if she had watched it, it's not like she fully is completely ripping off this. She's building something, and maybe you know we, we'll talk about what a turf asshole she is in a couple weeks but like I, I I just wish she could admit she could say aloud like I did see this movie and maybe it did influence the story mm-hmm. a little bit I was kind of expecting for the entire you know the entire thing of like it's a kid named Harry Potter he finds out he's actually living in a world where yeah magic and mystical creatures are, are real yeah and I was kind of expecting that to go somewhere larger than where this movie did you know where it's yeah. like he finds out that his parents are wizards or something like but no not really it's just kind of like yeah there's a magical world you're not yeah. really a part of it though uh yeah. here's a spear you could kill a part of it i guess. I guess yeah yeah as far as storytelling goes like like we get the background of the troll but why was the troll in the laundry room of this apartment building and why what? wasn't it ever bothering anybody before this family right. moved in? That's yeah. what I wonder about is like <laughs> all the people that lived in this place prior to this family moving in, they would just go down there to do their laundry and they'd be like, oh, oh, fuck, that's a troll. I'm going to leave it yeah. alone. All right. I'll come back and get my, my, my dry clothes later. <laughs> like what did everybody do around this troll? How did the well, troll here, fucking get there? Here's the thing. I don't know about anybody else's apartment laundry room. But every apartment laundry room I've ever had, I would believe there's a troll living in it. Is that a thing? Yeah, they're all creepy. For my, I mean, you know, maybe different people have had different experiences, but every single one I've ever had has been the creepiest. Like, it was like they were like, oh, we'll build this big tall building here, and of course we'll put a creepy ass room in the basement for, uh, I don't know, (laughs) laundry. Should we put literally any care into it? No, 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 no. Clean okay. it ever? No, no, no. no. Not necessary. <laughs> the laundry and people are there to do the cleaning. It's fine. <laughs> Let it be disgusting. Yeah. So I, be- yeah. I do kind of believe that they saw the troll and were just like, "Eh, what? I don't fucking care." <laughs> yeah. I've seen worse things in this fucking laundry room. Yeah. Yeah, the, the plot in this is really, really minimal. Like, you it have this is. family yeah. that's moving into this building. We don't know why. We don't know where they're coming from. They they move in. Yeah. The daughter gets possessed by a troll. More on the troll's powers, question mark, coming up in a second right. here. Gets taken over by this troll. Troll is like, I guess I'll turn this apartment building into something more habitable for me. And then the, uh, the troll is stopped. And that's well, kind of it. Okay. All right. So you're missing some things, but this is this is the fault of the movie. It does take it takes a lot of care and attention to actually tease out the story. So basically, when the troll gets the girl in the laundry room, he takes her out of the building to that like 
fairy world that's through the door okay. and then comes back and like you know you know makes himself look like the girl so the whole right time, oh yeah because she's in the glass coffin yeah thing. so she she's not she's not possessed technically it's it's but it doesn't make any sense, really. It's a troll who, like, just makes himself look like the little girl, but somehow then also, like, knows how the world works and shit. Anyway. Yeah. Doesn't make hmm. a lot of sense. Um, but then also, so Torok, the troll, used to be human, and uh, the, uh, the, what's her name, Eunice, the, the, hundreds of years ago, before presidents, she says, um, yeah. Eunice and, and Torok were... Uh, you know, gonna get busy or something, but Tor- right. So the world was divided between humans and the Fey folk, uh, and the they they lived in harmony. And then Torok and some of the the Fey folk decided they were gonna take over the world, and they were stopped. And uh, then they were uh, uh, the Fey folk were all condemned into some sort of darkness damnation or something and Torok was turned into a troll yeah <laughs> so, and then sent to a laundry room and then okay so that again like you you're some missing information a here. fucking point here is that like there is something missing here because yes we have enough of that backstory but okay then why is all this happening i mean they could just connect it by saying like he's here for me eunice because we were supposed to be married or whatever. They could just say that, but no, they don't give us that. Shit just also, fucking happens. Also, how weird is that for her? Dude, imagine you're just an older lady trying to live on, get your groove back after being on this earth several hundred years, and every yeah. time you got to go downstairs and do your laundry, you see your old uh, former lover <laughs> transformed as a fucking troll just bothering you down there while you're trying to sort your socks out. That's yeah. got to be miserable. Yeah. Hey, Eunice, it's me, remember I've changed. <laughs> Fuck off. No, you haven't. Well, and his tell me this for hundreds of years. His plot is to turn this apartment building into this fairy world. And then I guess it's going to like spread out and take over the world. So we would but all at some become- point. Yeah, maintenance is going to show up at that apartment and be fucking pissed. There's a lot of people not getting their safety <laughs> deposits back. For sure. Like, he's causing a lot of problems beyond <laughs> what he's even thinking about, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, like, the 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 whole plot then, like, is... I guess that Turok is evil and wants to take over the world, but he... He also doesn't seem that evil, necessarily. Just that he doesn't... He doesn't care about humans. This is something I'm trying to figure out. Okay, like, Sonny Bono, who does <laughs> seem like... He seems like a shitty person. Yeah, he seems like an absolute shit. Like, yeah, He's he, got that fucking lady over there, and he's like, Hey, there's some pancake mix. How about you go make us some pancakes in the morning after yeah. I gave you a really weak penising all night? And she's like, <laughs> no. I'm going to guarantee it wasn't all night. But no. he, de- he definitely gave her a weak penising. As yeah, as shown by her reaction to everything. Yeah. yeah, that that was the reaction you get when you do a real limited time wienering on a lady, for sure. <laughs> limited time. <laughs> so like his character obviously sucks, and he gets turned into like this pod thing, and then uh-huh. gets turned kind of back into Sonny Bono again. What? 
Oh, well, no, there's just the, the little fey folk. Are, are you thinking of the one that had the mustache? Because that's... Yeah, okay. That is, that's Malcolm later. That's but Malcolm he looks later. more like Shit. Sonny Bono. That and confused I, me. Me too. I It wasn't until watching it this time that I realized, because I always thought that was what happened, is that that one that comes out was Sonny Bono, because it looks yeah. like Sonny Bono. But no, he turns into like... Uh, a couple of the different little ones, including the one that looks like the creature from <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, I saw him in there. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, weird. <laughs> but yeah, so yes, it doesn't. There's not a lot of like logic to what happens when the troll trolls you. No, because like Elaine seems to just have a really damn good time. She's like giggle a bunch. Yeah, you turn my stuffy into apartment into this like glorious fucking fairy tale forest wonderland where I can run around with my butt out. She seems stoked. Honestly, sounds great. (laughs) I would. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. uh, She yeah. She doesn't really get turned into anything and then just kind of disappears. It's yeah. It's it's a. There's not a lot of, like, logic to follow in that, I don't think. I think we're just supposed to get that, like, whenever we see the sequence that everything turns into nature, he's winning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because otherwise it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's one of them tree-planting hippies just trying to green piece us all out of our apartment living. That does seem to, like, okay, like, if you think about it, what, what is he doing? He's growing, he's reclaiming this area for nature opening up some square footage in those apartments too right <laughs> and we're supposed to hate him for this I, Ew. yeah it's it's interesting i i i i think they could have been clearer that he was the villain because like he has that real sweet face a lot of the time where yeah. he's just like looking at things and he's looking at them like he really loves and admires them and whatnot and it's like i'm supposed to hate this guy I know. While he's like transforming Sonny Bono into a pod, he's also chilling, uh, looking at a Playboy, just checking yeah. out some titties. <laughs> it's true. I mean, who hasn't been there? <laughs> who hasn't? It's it's a weird. Like, okay, so like he, there's some strange sexualness to the troll, right? Because like, you, as you said, looking at this porn, uh, like he turns Elaine into this like giggly fairy who's naked and stuff. And he's trying to keep the little girl to be his princess in the fairy yeah. world. So, I mean, one, there's a negative to him for sure. He's a that's uh, not good. A child marrier, uh, but like what? Like trying to figure out what the character of Torok is is real hard because like he seems to be in tune with nature and good on that front and then in every like connection to humans he's bad except when it comes to Malcolm who is dying and he basically saves him yeah I didn't think about that until we started talking about it but yeah like Malcolm has that really sad speech in the movie about how he's sick and he's not going to be around much longer and stuff right then you're right he does just kind of get his life extended and he always wanted to be a part of a magical world and he's granted that yes that's not that bad is is the troll bad or is this just like a a a world we can't comprehend as humans we just aren't a part of it well then also too like at the end of the movie after they're fighting that like giant beast and stuff 
he pulls the plug on his own plan. He's like, hey, he you does. can kill that boy. I don't care about Atreyu, but no, not the girl. I'll just kill the monster myself. Yeah, it's yeah. over. He does seem to have like a, 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 an affection for the little girl. That, and then he again. turns a cab after that and goes after the cops. <laughs> he does. The troll's like, get your cop ass in here. How liberal is this guy? He's like, I want to turn everything into lush vegetation and save the environment. Yeah. I want to look out for uh, uh, disenfranchised people like like little folk here. Yeah. Also, all cops are bastards. Let's get them. Yeah. He's liberal as hell. He's a damn liberal. That's you know what he kills. He kills. Uh, what's his name? The guy who hated the libs. So um, that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe so, man. I don't know. <laughs> That explains the working title, Lib Troll. Mmm. Now it all makes troll. sense. Lib Troll. Wow. That does sound like like a mid like like mid 2010s movie. Lib it kind of does. Yeah. Lib Troll, yeah. Uh-huh. His powers are like kind of unclear where you're like, okay, he can transform people immediately into other greasy goblins or turn them into a pod which generates a goblin or right. Um, I have a green ring that flashes and I guess stuns people, uh, or it has a pokey needle and I, I jab you with it. I don't know what's going on. Well, it does. Uh, okay, so the 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 ring seems to uh, be able to change his form and change the forms of others. Where do you the, get that thing? I, I don't know. Never explains, and it should because that's. His primary source of power is that ring. It's an important artifact, yeah. Yeah, they should have some bit of explanation at some point as to what that is. Uh, oh, my and God. Then, Just by the way, as a side note, okay. my fucking cursed office chair is Tower of Terroring me again. It's doing <laughs> that thing where the hydraulics quitting on it. And it's just dropping me down several inches at a time, scaring the shit out of me. You might hear a little perk up in me right now because my adrenaline's going. Shit. Damn Tower of Terror chair. I should, like, start charging admission for this thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, I got spooked. No, you're okay. The other thing he has is an ambulance around his neck that uh, blocks bullets, but, like... Handy? Okay. So, it blocks the bullet that Duke shoots at him, but the the bullet then deflects and hits a, a potted plant, but then the talisman has a little flash like it did something and I, and I was like that doesn't make my like why didn't they have the flash before the flower pot exploded but well, anyway that's just a weird effects thing I guess cocaine but, decisions man just fucking cocaine yeah. decisions <laughs> but yeah he, he, he doesn't seem to exhibit any other sort of magic like specifically like spells or anything yeah so, I, yeah, I don't know why they didn't explain the ring. They should have. Yeah, that seems like something that had some relevance in there, man. A magical artifact. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, like, those effects and stuff, they look pretty damn good. Like, I yes, think they, they look do. cool. Like we said earlier, like, the troll himself, I think yeah, the, the sculpt and everything on the body looks awesome. And, uh-huh. yeah, the way you have, like, the human eyes peeping through there is really creepy. Yep. Um, they do some clever, like... You know, budget-saving stuff where, like, we don't see Sonny Bono transform in real time. It's a lot of just, like, okay, cut to the troll. Now, cut back to Sonny right. Bono. He's changed more. Like, it's some cheap stuff, but it's really effective, and it's, he looks slimy and gross. He does. And Sonny Bono actually was only in a couple of the effect shots. Uh, and then oh. after that, it's uh, one of the makeup uh, people. 
Because, like, he, they only had him for, like, a few hours or something that day. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyway, like, uh, they did a good job, like you're saying, of cutting, like, you see him get, like, poked in the arm, and then it cuts back to him, and the arm is kind of bubbled up and green and whatnot, and then it cuts back to him, and his face is starting to change a little bit, and that's the last yeah. we see of Sonny Bono. Then the makeup guy comes in, and it starts looking like Weird Al's fat. Like, did you yeah. did you think of that? Like, what, the way that they... I guess they just probably, like, blew air underneath the kind of... The loose kind of uh, prosthetic or whatever. It, it looks cool, Because of that, though. like, pulsing kind of look. Yeah, it's so cool. And it's all shown, like, in just regular-ass apartment light. It's not like it's dark yeah. and there's smoke and lightning and right. shit. Like, it's just very matter-of-fact. Like, here, look yeah. at this effect. Okay. Looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And I think that's the the one that is like the most gross, right? Because like everything else, like Elaine doesn't everything really... Everything else is pretty subtle, yeah. Yeah, Elaine just gets turned into the giggly lady and then like we don't see Malcolm uh, transform. Like he gets yeah. both, then it cuts to something else that cuts back and now he's the elf. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty tame. There's some stop motion stuff in there that yeah, I really liked seeing. Is. Like I liked uh, whenever it showed the the vines like popping out and stuff with mm-hmm. the stop motion. Yeah, that was very cool. Kind of put me in the headspace of like uh, like Basket Case, like that kind of stop motion. Yeah, or Evil uh-huh. Dead kind of had that sort of look to it. There's some subtle stuff in there too that 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 Kate caught that I thought was really cool. Like whenever they're down there in the laundry room at the start of the movie, after she has been you know turned by the troll, and then Atreyu goes down there. There's, like, a first-person shot where it's her arm reaching out to, like, grab him. Uh-huh. If you look on the wall, the wall shows the shadow outline of the troll reaching out. Oh. It's like Bram Stoker's okay. Dracula style, you know, where gotcha. the shadow is the real yeah. thing. Pretty fucking cool, actually. That is cool. I didn't notice Real that. subtle. I didn't notice it either. She pointed wow. it out, and I was like, what the fuck? So I had to go back and see that. Uh, some cool puppet work and stuff in there. That little mushroom feller. Yes, I like the little mushroom, super cutie. Uh, who is who is Galwin, the uh, magician or the wizard who taught Eunice? I mm-hmm. guess they, there's no explanation of how he became a mushroom, but he's a mushroom need, now. Yeah, you don't need it. He's just a mushroom. Uh, you think but, uh, she ever gets freaky with that thing? <laughs> like maybe maybe there's a part of the movie. So. It's, there's like a deleted scene where the Atreyu uh, kid like picks it up and he's like. Why is there a big suction cup on the base of this thing? <laughs> Don't worry about that. And she puts the lampshade over him again. <laughs> I hope <laughs> Maybe so. that's a thing. I hope so. Uh, I, I like that um, the painting that we see of, of the mushroom when he's a human is uh, actually John Carl Beekler, the director. And oh. there's, a, there's a ghoulie on his shoulder. So that like means, a, from the movie Ghoulies. Yeah, because he uh, John Bickler did the effects for, for all the Ghoulies movies. So that means that the Ghoulies exist in this same universe as, as Troll. Well, also Beekler made a movie called Dungeon Master, and there's a, a creature called Ratspit in that that is in the you know overall Fey Folk uh, chorus there. Oh, and, see, I wonder, because I saw the Dungeon Master poster in Kids Room, too. Yes, yeah. So the, there's a Beekler verse out there, I guess, of these movies that are, I, I guess, technically connected in some way. Wow. 
That's kind of fun. Like I think it that's is, actually yeah. pretty neat. This guy just loves making stuff with little gooey magical yeah. creatures and uh. Yeah, it's I mean, he, you know, uh, other movies he's done like Cellar Dweller, we've we've uh done on the the screaming chat uh, twice, I think. Um mm-hmm. always have these like cool creatures. He's he's real good at making interesting creatures. There's that like little pig thing that always sticks out to me. Like it's like a pig but it's furry. <laughs> it's yeah. like and even uh, the big like that the big monster at the end the of the movie, bat. yeah, the big bat. Thing. That looks yeah. pretty fucking cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I mean, I you know, a movie doesn't have to be amazing to have cool creatures in it, and this uh, this definitely has cool creatures. And like, I just think I think the troll looks so good. I mean, there are clearly two main troll faces, and one is the showing teeth like uh, snarl, and the other yeah. is the uh, like avuncular, yeah, avuncular, like, <laughs> like peaceful face that he has most of the time. Yeah, but like the animatronics and stuff in the face, like all those servo motors and stuff that move, like his eyebrows and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. They look fucking great, man. It's the kind of thing yeah. that you look at and you're like, God damn it! Like this stuff still looks pretty fucking cool, and it looks yeah. kind of eerie to our minds, where it's like. It's kind of in that uncanny valley, uncanny valley region yeah. where you're like, I know what I'm looking at is not real, but it it is real. It exists. Yeah, so it feels real, and that makes it yeah. so much creepier. Oh, yeah, than if they did this with fucking CG like they would today. So yeah. I still think the effects hold up and look cool and add quite a lot to the movie. Me too. What also, the, the soundtrack song? is pretty dope, yeah. man. <laughs> yes, we both went in the same direction. Ah, That's, nice. That song, the troll song is fucking cool like it is I, I don't know what they're saying in there or whatever uh but it, it is like it's like creepy but also like has a fun like jaunty vibe to it uh-huh it kind of yeah. it gave me like shades of uh you know like the little song in gremlins that uh that gizmo sings yeah there's like uh-huh and like a little bit of the hogwarts chorus i guess in there yeah uh-huh but it's really cool and really unique like it's just a weird little beat in the movie where you know again that makes you think like this is probably made for kids maybe but this is strange i don't know yeah uh but, but other than even just that song like the soundtrack itself like during the intro especially uh-huh is like super fucking magical i can't remember who did yeah. the soundtrack for this but it's got like oh, hallmarks of what you want out of every you know, memorable fantasy or RPG kind of soundtrack. There's all this like dreamy uh, yeah. Lydian Lydian scale stuff going on in there. All those sharp 11s that I love to hear. Really <laughs> cool. All like, the score is good. 11. <laughs> Man, whether you know what it is or not, you do. You do, yeah. You know so, what it sounds like? Think about the intro of The Simpsons. That thing that goes do do uh-huh. That second note, da da That's a sharp 11. That's all that right, magical though. dreamy sound. So yeah, we, we all it. love it. Mm-hmm. I uh so I read that the 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 troll song was written before the music for the movie so the composer worked off of that like he kind of used that oh, wow. as his baseline for for everything so that's it, it fits real well together and it then does. of course you get that summertime blues <laughs> moment where oh my god man Michael Moriarty becomes a bucket hat he what the he, fuck I don't know how to describe the dance he does, but it it is insanity. Dude, 
And, and there's like this underlying plot with this character through the whole movie of just like, oh, he's a, a music lover and a record collector. He has thousands yeah. of records. Mm-hmm. And then when dad puts on his music, he just fucking flips out. Could you imagine how scary <laughs> that would be if that was like your dad? And you're like, man, when my dad gets into his records... Like just imagine stay like, out of the fucking room. Yeah. Like, imagine you're, like, hanging out with one of your friends up in your room or whatever, and from downstairs you start hearing, yeah, the, the, the strains uh, of summertime blues, and your friend's like, I think I'm going to go downstairs and get some milk from the kitchen, and you're like, no, no dude. No, don't. Dad's listening to his music. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Time. That's fine. It's, yeah. Is it loud? I don't mind. No. You don't want to see my dad when he puts his records on. No. He goes fucking crazy. <laughs> like th- those are not the actions of a stable man. No, at one point it looks like he's having a seizure on the couch. <laughs> yeah, like he is just feeling the fucking tunes, man. And and Jesus. I like um uh, uh, Shelley Hack who plays Ann Potter. Um, she like her response to every insane thing he does is just like, oh you. And it's like, oh, that's, that's that the, guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing from the stuff, too. It's like everybody just like you. If you need a guy to be weird and him to have a significant other who's just like, oh, you Michael Moriarty's your guy. That's the fucking <laughs> guy. He's like, yeah. he's like charming and he seems harmless, but he's also insane. Yeah. Yeah. But you just kind of expect him to be that way, so it doesn't seem that yeah. weird mm-hmm. whenever he does start. No, not at all. Now, yeah. no, he's it's a treasure, dude. Michael Moriarty fucking yeah. rules. He's great, yeah. man. Uh-oh. Yeah, this movie, like, it's only an hour twenty. It is very, very short. I'm not going to say that. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard when a movie is that short to talk about its pacing because it's like, well, yeah, it starts and then it's over. Like, it's pretty short yeah. overall. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to gripe about the pacing, but. At yeah. the end of the day, it is just kind of like Troll takes over, one apartment at a time, starts changing people. Atreyu is just like, I think something weird's going on with my sister. And the parents are like, maybe she's just stressed out. More people right. get changed. Atreyu's suspicious. More people get changed. Atreyu's suspicious. Um, Troll kills his own final boss. The end. Yeah. Yes. It's that weird. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, that's the story in a nutshell, really. It's interesting, too, though, that like the parents just... The parents aren't involved in the storyline really at all. They're no. one. They are saints. They are the most like uh, patient parents you will ever see because they just like they watch their daughter acting like a feral child, and they will say to her, "Hey, don't do that." And like that's kind of it. Like they, yeah, they're not like like. An eighties an dad, I feel like, would have spanked her at some point, right? But no, yeah, you know what? Yeah. The, these He's parents are just like, hey, man, don't do that. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're at the end of the movie, up. I guess they're just like, now we're moving. Yep. We're leaving. We were here for a weekend in an apartment. Yeah. Those cops are going to want to talk to those people. I'm going to think. For sure. Yeah. Now, wait. Okay. The, and this may just be that I wasn't paying attention, but. It feels like the only person from the building other than them that we see at the end is Eunice. Does everybody else just die? Are they dead? Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Did anybody get, like, transformed back? And also, everybody would be like, why is Eunice young now? What the fuck happened? (laughs) 
Exactly. Like, what the fuck did happen there? That didn't make much sense. Like, the only no. thing I could put together as to why Eunice suddenly became youthful again was because maybe she was going to try to seduce Torok or, or something. But that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. So, yeah. I didn't even think about everybody else, though. You're right, I guess. I guess they're all just dead, and Julie Louise Dreyfus is just running around in her uh, vine bikini, just being stoked, <laughs> just I guess. Yep. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's a weird ending. Weird ending. <laughs> Interesting. What happens when they, like, bulldoze that apartment or whatever? Yeah, because there's a doorway there to a, a, a fairy world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it's in one fuck? of the dryers downstairs. I don't know. Like, honestly, it's like, yeah, the more you talk about it, the more it's just like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? But it's it's a. Fine I don't hate watch. it though. Yeah, it's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's not one of those where you're watching and you're like, "This is the worst." Because as you said, it can't overstay its welcome. It's so short, and yeah. it really does. The pacing is fine because something is happening all the time. Yeah. There's yeah. cool stuff to look at. There's cool yeah. soundtrack. There's goofy, weird stuff. There's like random, weird ass lines in this movie too that just come and go, and you don't pay any mind to them. But you're like, right. Wait, did the brother just ask his sister if she was down there playing with dead cats? He did. Because that's a line in the movie. Like, what? He did. Uh, and, and Eunice does ask Michael Moriarty, uh, I wonder what day the bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. And he says, I don't know. And she says, neither do I. But wouldn't it be interesting to find out? What was that about? I couldn't figure it out. I could not figure out what that was supposed to mean. I love... Uh-huh. Like, I love how sassy Eunice is. And in that moment, like, I'm like, yes, I'm on your side. But then I'm like, what did she just say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's on coke, too. Got it. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so everybody's on cocaine. Got it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. It's a fun flick. Like, honestly, yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, I, I don't know if it's one of those that's going to be like, oh, man, this is my new top 10 fucking favorite fantasy no, movie. Yeah. Um, it's a stretch to call it a horror movie. I mean, it has... Right. It has scary elements, but I think like so does uh, Legend. I mean, like Legend has stuff that's way scarier than this, but I still just call yeah. Legend a fantasy movie, you know? Yeah, no, I, I would agree that this, like, it it is a stretch to call it horror. It originated as a horror movie, but it it never really gets into anything I'd call horror except for the body transformation scene. It's mm-hmm. a good bit of body horror, but you can have a little smidge of horror in a fantasy movie without it becoming a horror movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. fucking Meg Mucklebones, for example. Right, yeah, In Goddamn sure. Legend. Holy yeah. shit. Um, so, yeah, Tim not really. Curry in Goddamn and Legend. And Tim Curry, yeah. yeah, as the goddamn devil. Pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Still just a fantasy movie. I think that I would just call this, yeah, a, a fantasy movie. Not a high fantasy, just kind of like a yeah. middle of the road, an urban fantasy movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's about right. I still had fun with it, though. I still enjoyed it overall. Yeah. What you going to slap on it? What's a, what's a number for it? I think that I would probably give this... I think like a five and a half is pretty generous. Five oh, yeah. and a half on a ten. Where it's just like, eh, it's fine. You know, uh-huh. not not one that I'm going to go back to over and over. But yeah. I don't hate it at all. I'm going to give it a four and a half. As someone who has gone back to it a, a number of times, I think it is fun I think the more you think about it, the more diminishing the returns become. Yeah. Like, if we had never covered it on the show, I would have been like, oh, yeah, Troll's great. 
But now thinking about it, I'm like, mm, Troll's not great, but it's real fun for me. I, I think it's a fun movie, so I, I enjoy it. Uh, and, and the effects. I, re- I, I, I like what Beekler does with his creatures. They're just they're fun sometimes cute sometimes disgusting it's oh yeah it's cool stuff and distinct looking man like you can totally yeah. see this and be like oh yeah i recognize that from ghoulies right yeah exactly gotta look about it mm-hmm. uh fun flick look forward to hearing what you guys think about it over on our facebook group and instagram twitter everywhere you guys can follow us on social media you can find over on our Linktree page just look up dead and lovely link tree follow us everywhere that you can go rate and view on apple Podcasts and spotify and yeah. Help keep that show going by supporting us on Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Uh, head on over there. Become a patron on any level. You get uh, access to our, our uh, uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. Those Recently things. Recently got the season four, volume one of Stranger Things episode up there. Woo! Uh, if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl, and then we draw from the Smoking Bowl, and then we uh, review that movie on the show. It's, we do. It's um, pretty fucking cool. It is, and you can be a part of that. So sign up today over on that Patreon page. And be sure to tune in next week when we're going to be covering a movie for Howlin' at the June, baby. We're doing another werewolf movie here in June that you guys voted on over on our Facebook page. And I'll tell you what, we had a couple selections up. We had had Underworld on there. Uh We had uh, Wolf of uh, Snow Hollow. We had Werewolves Uh Within. Yep. But apparently our fans mm-hmm. are fucking juicy for some beauty. <laughs> yes, they are. Because we're watching Silver Bullet. Goddamn Silver Bullet. This yeah, is a... I'm excited. It is a silly, stupid-ass Stephen King cocaine fest movie uh-huh. um, with a, a werewolf that looks more like a snub-nosed dog. <laughs> it's true. Pretty bad-looking werewolf. It's yeah. going to be a fun one, man. I look forward to talking about that one. And you know what? I think we should get, um, we should just chug Wild Turkey 101 the whole time. Because isn't that okay. what Busey's doing? Isn't he drinking I Wild think Turkey? so, yeah. I believe so. We should chug Wild Turkey 101. The, uh, it, it will be a short episode, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. It'd be rough, man. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we do that. Honestly, man, Wild Turkey 101, you can pretty do good. a lot worse at the liquor store. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, you can. can do a whole lot mm-hmm. worse. That stuff's pretty damn good. So be sure to tune in. We'll be talking about that one next time because you guys wanted it most. Uh, I look forward to it. That's kind of the one I wanted to do anyway, honestly. It was either yeah, that or like shit all over Underworld. But then right, I was like, then I'd have to watch Underworld. Underworld. The other two so would long. be interesting conversations for sure. Wolf of Snow Hollow, I can't wait till we get to because there, there's a lot to be talked about there. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited for Silver Bullet. Yep, yep, yep. So you guys be sure to tune in then. Hopefully I'll uh, be haunted by less boogers up in my face. (laughs) And uh, I'll be feeling a little bit more spry and we can kick back and have a co-beer in person uh, rather than doing long distance as we did today. So hopefully all the the good stuff pans out there for next time and we'll catch you guys then. Until then, you guys have been fantastic. I've been Uncle Ben. I've been Hollywood Steve. And we've been dead and lovely. Goodbye. So I was thinking last night about blue raspberry, uh huh, which is something that isn't a thing has never existed. No, but we have somehow like just decided like, oh yeah, that's a flavor that I know. Like when you say <laughs> blue raspberry, like you know what it tastes like, although it yeah. isn't anything that's real, right? Right. 
It just got me thinking about like how we're really not taking advantage of just making shit up with fruits as it is. Where's my purple pineapple? Right? I, Bring it know, on. They have pink pineapples. So is that a thing, really? Yeah, they do. So maybe maybe they're on the way. Pink, it's my favorite <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Pink Two weeks in a gets row. A shout out. Pink, I guess. Yeah. Damn, man. <laughs> So where's my like like we could go really crazy with the ones that even have like colors in the name. Right. It's like where's my orange blueberry? Oh. <laughs> right? Where's yes. my green orange? What does green orange taste like, Steve? Like if somebody uh, seriously sat around and they were just like, you know what a, a raspberry would taste like if it was blue? <laughs> they can figure out what a green orange would taste like. And they fucking nailed it. Think about Dude, that, that, though. Somehow, that is the weirdest thing about blue yeah. raspberry. Like, it doesn't exist, but it does taste right. Yep, that is what blue raspberry is, for sure. What the fuck? <laughs> How much pot were they smoking, too, that they're, like, making up fruits? Like, these uh, scientists were in a lab, just high as a bunch of damn lab rats. What were they doing in that lab before they started making up fake fruit flavors? And I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, most... Fake raspberry flavors come from castorium. Yeah, which that's right. Is a secretion from a beaver's ass. Mm-hmm. That's right, man. So what they say is right. All these young people be out there eating ass. <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> no, nothing more popular right now than the flavor blue raspberry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Bring on the more fake fruits, man. Give them to me. I agree. I would absolutely love a a, a blue orange or mm, orange a blue, blueberry. A blue waffle, said. maybe, you know? Ooh. Hey. Maybe one of those? Okay, not that. Oh, hey. Uh. 